0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com.
1: Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall podcast and show, broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall Studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and over 400 barn finds on display. Check out more at classicautomall.com. Now, onto the show with our host, the president of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart How.
0: Good morning, Steve and Ethan. How's everybody? Good morning. This morning? Beautiful, Good. sunny day it is. in Morgantown, Pennsylvania.
1: And no car show in the parking lot. No car show in the it's parking the perfect lot. Perfect
0: weather. But it's the setup day. Today is May the 20th, June the 4th. <laughs> recording on June the 4th. We're recording June the 4th, and they're setting up for the Model A Restorers Club, and they are going to have. This week, approximately seven or eight hundred Model A's here. Is that right? It's going to be one of the largest gatherings they've had on many, many, many many moons. So we're really excited. We were hoping to have one of the the gentlemen from there on the show today, but they got a lot on their plate getting ready for this event. It's a week long event. There's tours, there's dinners, there's banquets, there's, I guess, dinners and banquets are the same thing. Yeah. uh, There's uh, rallies, there's shows, there's judging, there's swap meet, there's vendors, there's all kinds of stuff. Hmm. And if you want to come check it out, please, you know, during our normal normal business hours we're here and they're here some different hours uh the model a restorers club you go online you can probably get to their website which is i think i had that here somewhere but i don't
1: really so know. so it's a week so this airs on june so they'll be done when we're talking is about it this. they yeah. will so, on a saturday on the saturday next i think saturday? i think next friday is their last oh day, okay so, yeah yep. so unless you're telepathically listening you're, listening right then you'll know you know then you'll already know so i don't even have to tell we you we can, can it. promo it on uh, <laughs> inst- on a social
0: media yes stuff. we should definitely and, do that and ethan's gonna go live he's here going somewhere. live on tiktok and, and uh, pick up some people there i, I hear a lot of uh, positive re- responses from our tiktok account one of my uh, partner's uh grandsons uh mentioned to me that they listened to it and thought it was oh, very wow. well done and uh, they were impressed with the content and the way things are working on there and
1: uh, that's cool i'm now determined to uh to beat old uh oh what's his name from the vault Oh, uh, they, they, JD JD they got a pretty good uh thing going over there too. Do they? So yeah. it's a little different uh a little different, but uh, I'm bound and determined to beat their numbers. So well, let's do it. I'm, we're, I'm, we're on the way. We're in
0: competition with him. We love him like a brother. Oh, yeah. No. It's the- but we'd like to bury him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, it's a love-hate thing. No. right J.D., we love you. Hope you're listening to us, and we listen to yours apparently because we're paying attention to what you're doing, and hopefully you're paying attention to what we're doing. And between the two of us, if we're successful, then great. So yeah. thanks for listening on or watching on TikTok, and uh, thanks again to uh, our friends, the Pat Travers Band. And Bruce Pilato, is manager, for allowing us to use that killer music to start our show. I think it's killer. I don't know if everybody else thinks it's killer.
1: It is. I you know I recut a uh, intro yesterday, and I often have to listen to the the whole song. And it's, right, it's a wild song. Yeah, mean, can... it
0: is a cool song. It's an all instrumental song. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's really cool. And uh, Pat Travers has been a favorite of mine for many, many, many moons. He's a Canadian guy. Oh, a. And uh, I like
1: Canadian bands. I like Rush. Okay, are they Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> i told you i, you I was not just <laughs> two things elvis and bruce and that was all i listened to during that era well you
0: should have diversified maybe i'll have to diversify for you so <laughs> oh. but uh but anyway thanks for tuning in and listening um our uh, our subscribers and listeners and downloads have been really really strong and uh, we're really pleased so tell all your friends if you like what you hear and if you don't like what you hear or you have any questions or whatever Podcast at classicautomall.com. That'll get to us eventually. We'll check the emails and get back to and let you know, um, what we, you know, what we're going to do to solve whatever we're doing wrong. Right. Or if we make a mistake, you know, I'm, I'm all, I'm all ears <laughs> literally and figuratively. So, uh, you know, if you, if you have something to say, Podcast at Classic Auto Mall. Yeah. Any
1: questions? Any guest yeah. suggestions? Anything you want to hear or see? Yeah.
0: Let us know. And of course, if you want to win, uh, or if you want to guess what the four on the floor is, mm-hmm. because this week's four on the floor uh, is. Uh, so
1: let me, let me let me load up TikTok for this. And I'll make a TikTok out of oh, it. Oh yeah. Go T- ahead.
0: So this week's four on the floor. If it's in case you don't know what four on the floor is, it's our version of a trivia contest. And it's not really a trivia contest. It's a guessing contest of what vehicle is actually here in Classic Auto Mall. So um, we have about 700 cars in inventory. And we're going to read four clues on our four on the floor. And you have to guess which stock number you're making model car we're speaking of. And if you're the only one who guesses it, you get a hat. And if there's more than one guess, then we'll draw a name and those people will get a hat. Or that person will get a hat that's name is drawn from the uh, thing. So I've overcomplicated this already. <laughs> so so this week's four on the Floor, uh, four clues. you got to guess what car it is. Your make and model stock number from Classic Automobiles website. The car changed brand name in 1986. Its earliest model name came from a Broadway show. After about a 12-year hiatus, a modern version returns in 2022. Increments of 20 up to 300. So those are your four clues. If you think you know what stock number you're making model car it is, go to our website, class, or, uh, uh, go to podcast at classicautomall.com, our email address and give a guess. And if you're wrong, we won't embarrass you or anything. <laughs>
1: just, right. Just, we just won't respond. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We just won't <laughs> respond.
0: Yeah. Is there a bad time to call me on my cell phone? No, I just don't answer if it's a bad <laughs> time, right? So call me anytime. Podcast
1: so, at classicautomall.com, make a guess.
0: Make a guess. So the four clues are all goes. Them quickly. Car changed brand name in 1986. Mm-hmm. Its earliest model name came from a Broadway show. After about a 12 year hiatus, a modern version returns in 2022. Increments of 20. 20- up to 300. So that's a little cryptic clue that we've got going on
1: there. Now, I see uh, people might be guessing on t- on live TikTok, yeah. but it only counts if you email the
0: You got to email it. So, podcast at classic autumn all for those of you TikTokers too. <laughs> if you don't have an email address, uh borrow your grandpa's. Right. <laughs> so, is email antiquated in that world? Is I mean the youngsters We still do email. They still do email, but it's mostly messaging, right? Snapchat, Snapchat, and that's what I don't understand. Snapchat. You have a video, and it goes away. If you don't watch it within a certain period of time? Yeah, you,
1: you get one day, and then it's gone. Oh, a whole oh. day? You get a whole day? You get a day. And it disappears. And it disappears. And it disappears. It's gone forever. Oh,
0: wow. Well, into
1: well. the ether. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: Well, supposedly they say that, that nothing ever goes away from the internet. Right. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. that's the truth or not. Um, you know, the other thing that you can, another way that you can keep up with Classic Automall is our newsletter, uh, which we send out once a month and you go to classicautomall.com and there's a box in there you can sign up for our newsletter and we talk about new inventory kind of similar to what we do here a little bit mm-hmm. uh we have a joke of the month or a quote of the month and we have a picture of This the is month. just one long joke but yeah. you have a joke of the month <laughs> of the month right and uh and we have uh and then we show some new inventory and we talk mm-hmm. about where we've been and what we've been doing so it's kind of a scaled down version of this and we only send it once a month unless we have earth-shattering news mm-hmm. so if we have earth-shattering news Like
1: you know, something like a special (laughs) car coming. Yeah, like
0: a special car. Like we got a Duesenberg. Okay, we got a something that we would send maybe one extra email blast during the month. Right, but but generally speaking, you're only going to get one. Which is funny because we get people who unsubscribe from it from time to time and say. I get too many emails from you. Yeah. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I only send one a month. Meekum sends four an hour. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. not really. Not, I'm just we love Meekum. We love Meekum, <laughs> and and they do a great job. But no, but they are they are marketing machines. I mean, yeah, those those big auction houses and you know manufacturers of cars and uh, you know all those bigger entities, if you will. Man, they 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 send a lot of marketing, and apparently it works for them. And apparently they're not getting too many people unhappy about it because if it's interesting content. Like Mecham where they send you, you know, what the new consignment that they've just gotten in or something, mm-hmm. something happened or a, an announcement of a new uh, auction that they're going to be holding. Um, you know, it's certainly um, uh, interesting to people and, and they want to see those kind of things. And we want to be kept in the loop because how many times has there been an event that you wanted to go to and on a Wednesday you hear. Well, that event last weekend sure was good and you think oh my gosh I was I, I wanted to go to that what
1: happened you mm-hmm. know? so
0: what happened is is we're old and we forget
1: things. well uh, and it's just, we're so bombarded with emails that I, I imagine a lot of people go through and just unsubscribe like I do every morning I look through and what can I unsubscribe yeah. from what today? can I live without right and, and what can I live with I mean that's
0: the thing that we always try to figure out is what can you live with and what can you live without and that's in in the world in general mm-hmm. and so you know I think at the end of the day um, it, the most important thing is, is that you get things that you enjoy to read about. So if you like what we're doing, I'm doing some technical fixing yeah, um, right now. Making,
1: making, there we go. <laughs>
0: there we go. See, I'm having a tough time over here. I can't quite figure now out. Now your peas will pop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. Yo, that'll, there, there's peaks. Be, that'll be a little peak that you'll have to get. Yeah. So, uh, um, got some interesting new inventory in this mm-hmm. week. Um, we've got, uh, uh, this is kind of ironic in a way that I won't discuss, but we got a 1970 Datsun 240Z. Mm-hmm. That's the first year for the 240Z, which was in Japan, the Fair Lady. Yeah, right. Right. Yes. So, yes, <laughs> it was. Yes, it was. So, uh, that's interesting. So first year, uh, this one is white with cobalt blue interior. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a new four-speed tranny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Nissan Motors was formed like 1934. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe. I don't think we first, probably the first Nissan or Datsuns, uh, that came into the country would have been in the, probably the mid-sixties or maybe even late fifties, early sixties. You know, not the not the Datsun Z car that was 1970, as we just mentioned. But right. uh, I think some of the 510 or one of the the Econo economy cars came in a little bit earlier. I think in the mid 60s. Uh And of course, you know, the American automaker said, "Well, those guys don't know what they're right. doing." They're Honda. This will never. This will never, never work. work. <laughs> well, when Lee Iacocca said, I "Think," I said, "said something we like, 'We'll run those S.O.B.s back into the Pacific Ocean oh, or wow. something,' you know, which right. was. Politically incorrect at the time, time. obviously, Uh, or not at the time. It wasn't politically incorrect. It certainly is now. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, but, yeah, they just didn't take it serious. And, of course, the timing was, you know, probably perfect mm-hmm. for Nissan and and Honda and Toyota and all those uh manufacturers that came over here and and because uh I think General Motors and all the American I don't need to pick on General Motors, but the American manufacturers had gotten a little bit lazy and they were able to sell just about anything that they built no matter, mm-hmm. you know. What the level of quality was. And and you know as well as I do, cars back in the day, I mean, 70,000 miles was, you know, the death bell was ringing right. <laughs> very loudly. Yeah. And so they came in at a good time. And then, of course, in 1973, we had the Gas Horse, which, uh, you know, was all of a sudden – Gas prices boomed up to a dollar eighty. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't even, I, I don't even look at the receipt anymore when I fill uh, up for gas. I just don't even want to know. It, it just, it's like the grocery store anymore. I just don't want to know. Just fill it up. I mean, I, I have to have it. Yeah. Can't go without you it. Can't go
1: without it. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, electric car is not an option for me because, mm-hmm. I'm only, you know, I'm like six tenths of a mile from my work. So, you know, I can't see how an electric car would ever work for me. I think it would probably stay charged for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I could charge it once a year. You never have to charge never it. Never have to worry. it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, an electric car for me might make sense. And, and that's mm-hmm. what we've been saying uh, over the past, what are we, episode 30, 39 now, mm-hmm. that we're not opposed to electric cars. We right. just, the practicality is, for some people, I don't think works. And we, I don't know that our grid can handle it. I mean, again, we say that, that you know, batteries only store energy. They don't create it. So uh, when we return, we'll finish talking about some of the new inventory we've gotten in uh, this
2: week and other things of interest to you. We'll be right back. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor if you love classic cars you're gonna want to listen to the classic car show with tom
1: cox and richard lentinello on america's web radio live every saturday at 8 a.m eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app
0: you're listening to america's web radio on the americas broadcast network.com
1: thank you for listening
0: and we're back. I think without that screen I'm all of a sudden sound different. You're
1: clear you're <laughs> well
0: we'll see. So I like it better. It's less cumbersome and you know it's all about the big good. star here not being cumbered. Encumbered. Right. Uncumbered. Cucumbered.
1: Whatever. I don't know. That's and since you're on camera now. We will make sure that you're visible to TikTokers, and uh, we always record these. So well, I want to be
0: visible to my – you know, if I have a guy on from
1: Zoom, yeah.
0: and he's on the show, right. and then I run into him, and I go, hey, Bob, and he goes, who well, are you? All I you go, got to
1: well, do is carry this around. <laughs> Carry the screen around. <laughs> Look, you recognize me? Yeah, oh, there. <laughs> oh, Stuart. Stewart, how you doing? Oh, yeah. So good to Just see you again. the pee so. popper. The, the
0: pee popper. So, uh, <laughs> so we were talking about our new inventory, and we got the two the Z in white with the cobalt blue interior. You know, and Dotson changed to Nissan uh in uh i don't remember what year that was i don't either 1984 i oh, believe okay it. yeah it, and it cost them like 500 million dollars to do that is that right yeah so i mean it was uh, they spent uh, uh the marketing epithet uh, dots and we are driven to the name is nissan cost oh. 200 million huh. 50 million on approved but redundant dots and advertising and uh, five hundred million all in. Yeah, imagine you know? if you change the name to Classic Auto Mall,
1: What everything's got everything's, everything's got to change. change. So got not that we're doing it. I'm just no. saying <laughs> you don't want to do it. <laughs> it costs money.
0: Yeah. I mean, between your website, your merchandise, yeah. your advertising, your mm-hmm. you know badging, everything that you do. Merch, and for us, yeah. I mean it's you know, minuscule right, compared to right. what a manufacturer does. Plus the fact that you lose all the name recognition. What if Coca Cola changed to uh brown sugar? <laughs> 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 I don't know why. Right. And then
1: they could play the Rolling Stones. And then they could play the. But I'm, or if they just caramel colored drink? Yeah, you know, what yeah. if they?
0: Uh, that's our new name. Coca Cola is now a caramel
1: colored drink. Right. Well, they had the new Coke. Remember that? Yeah, was a disaster. It's bombed. Right. Yeah. Anytime they. You know, tweak it just a little bit, it goes south. Well, you can't mess with, you know, don't
0: don't mess with with the swordfish. It's an old saying that I have about a restaurant business, and that's irrelevant. Okay. Can you just edit that part out? (laughs) Um, Sometimes you don't mess with things at work. I mean, Andy Rooney used to say on 60 Minutes, at the end of 60 Minutes, one time he always did his little uh, epilogue and and, uh, talked about different things. And one time he said, you know, I just wish for a whole year there would be nothing new and improved. (laughs) New tide,
1: Tide. it is fine. Yeah. Crest, the yeah. toothpaste is just fine. We don't need new and improved. Old and good is good. Yeah, you know? That's a pretty good imitation of Andy Rooney. <laughs> for those who remember yeah, him. Yeah, I was going to say, nobody on TikTok knows who that now is. Now they have, so. uh, who's the comedian? Oh, God. He's got a similar voice, though. <laughs> right. I follow him on TikTok. Anyway, I was going to follow it. very closely. God, he's hysterical. <laughs> anyway. So, but anyway,
0: uh, for those of you who don't know what Sixty Minutes is, or Andy Rooney, or Tide, or <laughs> it's, right, uh, but it's it's funny that that sometimes you can mess with something that's really good and and ruin it, and you know, no sense in doing that, especially for things like Coca
1: Cola or Jim Gaffigan. Jim. G- <laughs> kind of- He's funny. He's got a great voice. Know, like yeah, that. but
0: he does have that kind of yeah that that kind squeaky, of voice.
1: up and down voice, and down like voice Andy Rudy used to have.
0: Yeah, but Andy was great. He, he was an like old curmudgeon. Yeah, you know, the but eyebrows, the eyebrows that were you know gray and. <laughs> <laughs> although, you know, I, I see how that happens as you get older, uh-huh. but, you know, and getting older in general things that you don't want to change, Right, you're used to things and you're used to things that the way they've been. And that's why your mom's spaghetti was the best spaghetti you ever had, because it was mom's spaghetti, exactly. and, uh, you know, anybody else's was wrong. That just can't be, that's not spaghetti. I don't, I don't know why I'm talking about spaghetti here, but anyway, some of the other new inventory, if I'm going to get through this then the whole, it'll take whole show to talk about no new more inventory. digressing, yeah, I, but, but I digress. <laughs> Uh, Another 69 or another old 442 coupe, a 69 uh, that we got in Aztec gold, the black interior, the paint is... Almost perfect. Is I it, mean, it's just really, really nice. Obviously, fully restored. Numbers matching 400 uh, mm-hmm. cubic inch V8 with the uh, turbo hydromatic 400 transmission. Sending all that power back to that 12-bolt Posi with 323 gears. So, you know, you're not winding it out at 60 miles an hour, which is nice. And some of these cars with the 411 gears are a little tricky to drive when normal driving mode, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, comes with this protector plate. And, um, you know... It's, it's one of the earlier muscle cars, or not earliest, but it was one of the earliest. I think this GTO came out in 64, was the first one. And it was just kind of an option package that you could get a little bit higher performance engine. And there was some finagling with uh, John DeLorean and getting that passed through to the brass at General Motors. But, uh, you know, it was, um, muscle cars, you know, GTO, be it a GTO, a Chevelle, a, and then you have, Pony cars, which were Camaros and Mustangs and you know, there's there's a delineation between the two and I don't really know an honest answer to, to tell you what the difference is.
1: Yeah, we get corrected quite a bit sometimes on <laughs> if I call a Camaro a Muscle car, right? The, say, well, it's a pony car? Pony car, yeah. muscle car,
0: what? or a resto mod, or a, you know, a uh, you know, there's all different ways to a custom car, or a hot rod, or a resto mod, or there's you know, 25 different ways to call a you know, uh, the color red, not red. Yeah,
1: we yeah. got called. <laughs> we did a little video on the on the, what I call the British room, right, with all the MGs and Triumphs sure. and stuff, and we said something about British sports cars, and somebody wrote. Those aren't sports. Those aren't sports cars. I don't see any sports cars in there. I'm like, I think they defined sports cars right. back in the day. Right. So the t- definitions have changed over the years. Sure,
0: sure. We got a Fiat, Fiat 1200 Cabriolet in. I mean, that's that's a sports car to some degree. It's right? a cool little car. Yeah, it's yeah. a cool little car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, the 442. Um, you know, the, the, listen, this thing is with numbers matching. It's fully restored. You don't have to do anything. Just get it and drive, or you know. Put it aside, as we talked about, because mm-hmm. you just don't have time to drive these things right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, another new inventory uh, item we got is the uh, 1985
1: Pontiac Parisian Brome. Mm-hmm. How often do
0: you get to use the word brome?
1: <laughs> right, it's. Uh, I looked that up actually. I had to look that up yeah. for a particular yeah. contest. Uh, yeah.
0: Anyway, it was like Brogham, yeah. <laughs> if you look at it from the way it. It spells. was pretty
1: used, commonly used back in, sure. in that era
0: and Parisian uh, as well too. So you know, <laughs> but this one's got uh, fifty six thousand original miles on it. No rust. F forty one suspension. That sounds like a good suspension, right? You know, that sounds like a F forty one. Sounds like yeah. a oh, fighter F-41. jet. That's oh, the old F forty one, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you need my cough button? No. <laughs> no,
1: because you'll – never mind. Yes,
0: uh, Rarely seen 5-liter V8. 5-liter would be a 305?
1: Well, the Mustang what? 5 was a 302, two, but, but a Pontiac,
0: it, I mean, 305. I don't, yeah, it had to be a 305 because they didn't make a 302 in General Motors' world, mm. except for the DZ 302 in 1969, but not in 1985. I don't think they were making any 302s. So, uh,
1: so this is basically a, a family car that somebody just – Maybe, maybe it's a grandmother's car yeah. or something like that. They, they are brilliant driving cars. Are they? They drive really, really like, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, they drive like a Cadillac. You know, if you, sure. and, and people always, isn't it funny that we use the Cadillac as the right. standard of how well something drives? Oh, how does mm-hmm. that car drive? Oh, it drives like a Cadillac. Oh, that must be really smooth. That's right. You know, and it is. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's an amazing thing that Cadillac has built. And they really, I mean, it wasn't something that they kept putting, throwing down people, you know, stuffing down your throat mm-hmm. that, oh, this is the, yeah. it just became, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's probably hard to describe how it ever became that, but everybody uses that
1: as a reference point. That's the Cadillac of, that was the terminology. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Our logo somewhat has a Cadillac influence with the big C. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't even notice it when I, when we first, created our logo mm-hmm. but uh, somebody pointed out they said oh you know that kind of looks like the sea on the cadillac and i'm like well son of a gun it does mm-hmm. and and i didn't think oh that's a bad thing i thought oh that's a good thing i mean you know this is the cadillac of logos <laughs> it's exactly right <laughs> and you know what i mean nothing wrong with being associated with something that was classy right right so classy yeah, classic <laughs> and uh so yeah it worked out pretty good and you know there's nothing it's like the corvette you know you get some people who kind of say oh the corvette you know it's just it's not. It's not up to the quality of a Ferrari or, you know, the performance or all that. Yeah, it is. It it is nowadays. Mm -hmm. I mean... Listen, at the end of the day, the most popular car is, is the Corvette that we sell. We have more of them on consignment. We sell more of them. And there's a reason for that mm-hmm. because it's America's sports car. We're in America. Yep. And, uh, it's a good thing. And yes, I love Ferraris and I love Porsches and I love Mercedes and I love all those. I love all cars. There's, <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity That's car right. guy. Me too. So, uh, but, uh, there's nothing wrong with the Corvette and we don't need to make excuses for it, uh, or say, oh, it's now a world class car it is i mean for the price and the reliability that you get i mean it's the the corvette is the acura nsx of Mm -hmm. it today you know when the acura nsx came out uh in 1991 it was a reliable easy to drive sports car cool looking and cool looking and had the power and the uh, of a ferrari didn't have the mystique and Mm -hmm. that may have hurt it to some degree but had a High revving engine with that variable valve, that VTEC variable variable valve, a, valve mm-hmm. timing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, that was a tough word to say.
1: Do you, have, do you ever have those here? Do you ever? I have not had a, any NSX. I've
0: not had an NSX, and I love the NSX. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to mark mark that down on my list of cars that I need to get. Yeah, so.
1: put that on your toy. <laughs> I
0: forgot that one. That was the one that I've I've forgotten about. I've gotten a few
1: of them, so I'm getting closer. Yeah, well, they, so. the, those and the the S2000. Yeah, uh, Honda. Both of those uh, skyrocketed. In yeah, value good. In the last good season. luck finding an S two thousand for less
0: than thirty five forty thousand dollars. You know.
1: Yeah, we had a nice one out here, just in the parking lot mm-hmm. uh, from the show last last week at the Morgantown. At the Morg at the at the Morgantown
0: <laughs> at the Morgantown parking lot. Yeah, we're just the uh, the the old Morgantown. <laughs> so, um, other new inventory we got on the other end of the spectrum of Pontiac. We've got a nineteen thirty one Pontiac Sedan Six Series four hundred one. Now this is a hot rod, mm-hmm. and it's got a 350 Chevy V8. It's purple over charcoal. It's got a 700 R4 automatic transmission, uh front disc brakes, and polished wheels. Uh, but you know, it's funny that the 350 Chevy has become the the engine de jour. Uh, of hot rods for the right. most part. Very rarely do you see anything other than that, whether it's a Ford or a Plymouth or a whatever. Whoever manufactured the car in the first place, uh, more often than not, if it's a hot rod, it's got a 350 Chevy mm-hmm. in it. And that's, it's amazing after all these years because, uh, you know, you figure there's been better things that have come out. And, and there's certainly different versions of the 350 that mm-hmm. Chevrolet continues to manufacture as a crate motor, you know, that you can buy without buying a whole car. Um, and so it's – but it's its ironic that that happens. And how many times do you open a Ford and there's a Chevy motor in it?
1: Right. And the, Ford –
0: purists uh, despise, yeah. despise it, yeah. But. Well, you know, I mean, this 1931 Pontiac, I mean, think about it. This was right after the Depression. We were mm. talking about the Depression mm-hmm. a while ago.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> we got nothing better else to talk but about. We were talking about the economy. Ah, that's... And gas prices. And gas prices, And yeah. inventory. Yeah, there you go. And where that's going to be in six months. Well, they always said that
0: during the Depression, there was 30% unemployment, which was horrific. Mm-hmm. But people tend to forget that there was 70% employment. You do forget that. You know, you, know. you do forget that. Mm-hmm. So
1: um I think I've digressed again. <laughs> oh, shoot. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, the, the Depression, the, the, the 31 <laughs> Pontiac.
0: <laughs> and the 31 Pontiac. Uh, you know, in 1931, I mean, it's a couple of years after the Depression. The the car market was probably in the Turlet. And uh, <laughs> they were, you know, General Motors probably held up better than anybody because they had so many different makes and models and cars and all that kind of thing. And And, you know, people still needed to buy cars back then. So right. it wasn't like... The car buying world just completely stopped. It wasn't like the World War, you know, World War II, uh, when you know they just stopped making cars, basically. For I mean, they did make a few, and if you were if you were a a person of need, uh, a doctor or someone that needed a car that had to absolutely get somewhere and have to have a new car, then then you could you were able to buy one. And I don't I want to do some research on what Mm. the, the the actual rule was, or mm-hmm. the law, or whatever it was, because all the manufacturers, General Motors and Ford and Chrysler, switched over to building airplanes and helicopters and Jeeps and all these different we things.
1: We were united. We were united. People yeah. were actually yeah. uh, working towards Came one effort. together. Come yep. together yep. right now.
2: Absolutely. Over.
0: Anyway, please don't ever let me sing. Please <laughs> edit edit that out. All right, make a note, Ethan. We'll Ethan, edit that out, edit that out at uh, uh, 22 past the hour <laughs> <laughs> to edit that out. But when we return, we'll try to get through our new inventory uh, listing here and uh, talk about some other things, automotive. And uh, we'll talk about the uh, Mecham Auction Ray Everham Collection, which oh, yeah. hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll be back in a minute.
2: Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888 Antique or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to
0: America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from Sunny Morgantown, Pennsylvania, on a Saturday, the twi- the fourth of June. It's hard
1: to believe it's June already. It is it is hard to believe because this is when I, you're supposed to get projects done. I haven't start haven't started yet. None of your are these honeydew projects or no, car, project? car projects? Ah, yeah, no, so they're what you, all, So what are you working on? What working on the lightning? Yeah, you know, and I have new seats and new carpet to go in, and right. I've got to take, peel pieces off to get painted, and uh, I want to bring it to a show in July. And that's not <laughs> well.
0: You can put a false deadline on I mean, like some of these car shows do. So, and you got to learn how to say Latin.
1: Well, like we say li- it in the sound, lightning, lightning, white,
0: lightning. lightning, white, lightning. There's no G on the end. Though. Okay. White lightning was a great Burt Reynolds movie. Did you ever see? That oh, movie? wait, I think
1: I did. Yeah. And Gator. That was a car movie,
0: right? Oh, it was a car. Right, movie. right, right. It had a big LTD with okay. a big 429 in it. And they built it up for, for Gator McCluskey. Okay. And uh, he was going to stop the moonshiners and get out of prison. Right. And those are two white lightning and, and Gator were my favorite. Kid movies of all time really, I love those movies i that up. I, I watched uh, which one did, one of them I watched the other day, but they were they were really they really got me really excited about cars and the sound and mm-hmm. and the feel and and not the technical side of it as much because it was more. Pre-Smokey and the Bandit kind of stuff. It was what Smokey and the Bandit ultimately, I mean, Hal Needham, uh, uh, you know, did those movies and did the stunts for those movies, and it's what, you know, predicated the Smokey and the Bandit, Cannonball Run, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, it was... And it was something that got me really excited about cars. It was just, there was something about it that, that struck me. And, and, and yes, and we've talked about this and we talked about this last week that matchbox cars were an important part of our growing up mm-hmm. in the sixties. And when they started, that was a really cool thing. We always, you know, everybody says the hobby started with 99 cents, you know, and then all of a sudden you're into this thing, but it's one of those things that, um, it was, it was true, but there was other influencers from a car related, what you saw on television. The cool kids in the neighborhood, whatever they had, uh, there was a lot of different reasons that um, that cars became such an important part of what we do. And and a lot of times you thought if you had the cool car, then you get the cool girl.
1: So, right? Wasn't that the the equation? Yeah, I was I was at a, a cruise night last night. And I sh- I showed somebody my first car, which is the '79 Trans Am. Right. Thought, oh, you must have been really. You know, <laughs> no, i was still the same person. Yeah, I was still I was still you know <laughs> still
0: shy, still shy, and couldn't talk to girls. But had, had uh, a cool car. But had a cool car. They and, didn't
1: tell them. They didn't. Nobody told me yeah, that.
0: They didn't Go jump it! They didn't. <laughs> they didn't do a, a header into the <laughs> passenger what? side of the uh, window of the right. car to to be hanging out with you. Although um, you know, having the cool car was was it was cool. It was know, for me. Then. I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't
1: care about. <laughs> You know, I, I had a girlfriend actually, right. so it wasn't like I was looking for anything. But
0: yeah, I think that it's it's funny that uh, having the cool car is not only to impress the girls, but to impress your buddies as well, or the you know the kids from across town at the other high school. You know, yep. don't mess with me because I got a. 77 mm-hmm. Trans Am, or I got a 77 Z28, right. which was the first year back for Z28 after 74, I think, was the last year. <laughs> In 75 and 76, there was no Z28. In okay. 77, they came back. With a, a, a sticker for a hood scoop. Uh-huh. And that was it? That was the package? <laughs> that was the pa- no, I think it had some higher gears, and I think uh-huh. it had a little more potent motor. And you could get a four-speed in it, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, funny. I wonder there, – there's all kinds of articles you see about the four-speed transmission. And when was the last one built? We, I, I want to find that out. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing it, but I never see the mm-hmm. answer. But uh, – speaking of uh cars <laughs> and four speeds and four speeds uh this one's a four speed automatic albeit uh a 1944 deluxe coupe a new uh, piece of inventory that we got in all steel maroon over beige uh fuel injected 354 cubic inch hemi mm. so how that's interesting is we were just talking mm-hmm. about the 350 chevys yeah. uh, being the the engine de jour for uh, mm. hot rods and 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 those kind of things this Ford has a 354 cubic inch Hemi V8 with a 700R4 transmission, which is a General Motors yep. transmission. And a Hemi is a Chrysler product and uh, leather interior, heat and AC, which is important. People don't realize how important heat and air you don't remember back in the day of not having right. air conditioning right. and getting in a car. I remember I had a Cadillac one time. I don't know I'm not even sure how I had this car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why I had a Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, but uh it was a four door sedan, tan in color, it was, you know, cloth seats and the driver's window wouldn't go down, it could not get it fixed, and the A C would not work. And we tried and compressor and clog lines and blah, 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 blah. And I was living down in Florida. Oh, it was a miserable summer. It was abs I mean just no A C and A yeah. C and the window wouldn't come, the driver's side oh, window wouldn't go down. So it was it was miserable to say the least. Anyway, nineteen forty four deluxe coupe that we got in. Uh you know, this is such a tasteful design. They were so popular. Uh Ford actually sold the rights to the design to people to customize in fiberglass bodies and stuff, which really? was unusual because hmm. I don't think that was something that they just did willy nilly. Yeah. Or Willie's no.
1: <laughs> whoever <laughs> Willie is, or is, Willie is
0: or Nilly, and uh, but anyway. Uh, speaking of Willie, speaking of Willie, or Willis
1: or Willis, right? How is the? What do you I say? think it's Willis because it was somebody's name. I say Willie's. I think you do. Okay. I do. I do. I say. Oh boy, Willies, so somebody chime in. Yeah, on, please, online. please, please do. Uh,
0: Nineteen fifty-one Willy's uh, CJ three A. Mm -hmm. uh it's od green over olive green interior it's really accurately done and it's got the go devil 134 cubic inch four cylinder uh which is a a venerable little engine that'll probably run forever Mm -hmm. it's like a hit or miss engine just keeps on ticking
1: uh and it's got a bantam trailer that goes with it which is really cool cool. it's this uh, would be a good like i just went to memorial day parades last week and uh yeah, this, this is the kind of thing that shows up in those parades. Perfect for that it's kind of thing. Day veterans Day parades.
0: Veterans Day Parades and, and honoring the, you know, the history yep. of our veterans. It's very and, cool uh, with the trailer. Yeah, I, I think it's just got that really cool look and, uh, uh, and I like what it represents. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. like it. Our military might. Absolutely. You know, that we had. And those Jeeps were, of course, by the time this one came along in '51, they were trying to. They were realizing they were going to have to make them a little more comfortable than they mm. were. Probably those. I would imagine the suspension was just a tad stiff on the ones <laughs> in the war days. <laughs> well, yeah, wouldn't you imagine? Yeah, and uh, as you see them bouncing along in movies, old videos, those old films, I should say. Yeah, videos, right? and they'll be. You know, it looks like they're getting ready to flip them out the right. back of the car. But uh, stiff. Or uh, but anyway, that's a really interesting car that came in. um And by the time we. Read or by the time you this airs, uh, the Cobra Experience will be have given away the sixty eight GT five hundred KR Coupe.
1: Yeah, there's a big event Cobra, today.
0: Today, yeah, today, today. J- June the fourth, and yep. they've raised almost seven hundred wow. thousand dollars um, for their charity. And uh, I think the the minimum was going to have to be like one hundred and eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. So when they do these raffle type things, there's a minimum price set that they have to raise X amount of money. And if they don't raise that amount of money. I think they have to give it back.
1: Yeah, I think uh, they stop the or, raffle,
0: or they stop the raffle, and then if they don't raise it to the level that it's supposed to be, and then they have to give that money back. And mm-hmm. I don't, and I guess people could choose to not give it back. All oh, right, and just but it but change. I think what happens is is like in in most of these cases that somebody donates or somebody says, look, I'll give you this car to try to raise money, but I've got to get my you know money out of it whatever right. i put sure. into it and then if anything above and beyond that is yours to keep so if that's the case i mean you're talking about four hundred thousand plus uh which will be given mm-hmm. away today so congratulations to uh the new winner <laughs> <laughs> if i could telepathically figure out who that was, right so but uh anyway um uh, we wish them all the luck in the world and we'll probably have them on to tell us a little yeah. bit more about the process i'm really i'm really curious to hear that so
1: you ask what uh what's inventory so what what am i asking where did where did cars go this week where did cars that we sold go I get the week? question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to I Google know it's you. a list of cities. <laughs> it's, it's
0: not just cities. It's 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 people that are a part of our world now. The, yes. <laughs> Classicautomall.com. So, so don't ever forget that. Classicautomall.com is a place to find the inventory of the new classic car that you want. So where, you say, did these cars go this past week? How about Warrington, Pennsylvania? All Douglasville, right. Pennsylvania? Palmyra, Pennsylvania? Southington, Connecticut? That, ain't, that sounds incorrectly, grammatically incorrect. Right. Southington. Merritt Island, Florida. New Windsor, Maryland. Saco or Saco, Maine. Liberty, New York. Jeanette, Pennsylvania. Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, New York. LaRue, Texas. So that's where cars went this week that sold from Classic Automotive. Pretty good. Yeah, we sold that Kaiser Carolina sedan, which is really an interesting car. One car that you don't see very mm-hmm. often. And uh, But, you know, it's funny. You you come here, and I I guarantee you... You will see lots of cars that you've never seen before.
1: It's true. And I was, again, at had a cruise night last night and a lot of, and I had classic automobile stuff. Oh, I love that website. It's so late. It's laid out so great. And I right. love, you know, every day I go on, every day people I go on there.
0: We average four to five thousand unique visitors a day on wow. the website. Yeah. I mean, that's just
1: hard to believe. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: It is a lot of fun, but it's it's a lot of hard work too. You know, by golly, don't <laughs> yeah, discount don't, that. Don't discount yeah. the work. But as yeah. as,
1: a, as a viewer, there's nothing more fun than going through uh, six hundred cars. It's a it's a dream website.
0: Well, and and what you hope to do with your website is to get the 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 scale of it to get enough mm-hmm. people going on there that 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 it means something because you know I've I've had. Classic car dealerships when we had 50 cars in inventory. And we'd be lucky if we got 50 people in a day went to our Mm -hmm. website. That would be like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. that's fantastic. And now, I mean, thousands of people every day are on. And I'll go on our uh, analytics, and there'll be seventy five, eighty people at any given time mm-hmm. on the website, right. actively on the that's website amazing. looking through it, and that kind of thing so it 's really an amazing uh, thing, but it 's taken us four and a half years to get there too mm-hmm. it wasn 't like it happened overnight mm-hmm. you know we 're no overnight
1: sensation <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work i mean there 's just a ton of back end work
0: there 's a lot of work, and, and you know I watched the guys i mean yesterday was one of those days that the phones and the mm-hmm. emails and it just was nonstop and i'm i'm so impressed with my car specialists mm-hmm. and and our front end girls and the girls the administrative assistant stuff mm-hmm. in the back and kathy our office manager and uh, all the guys you know the photog- our photographer and and our spec writer and our content editor and everybody Um, they just pull this together and keep doing it and listen i mean Especially this time of year. I mean, we've taken in, goodness, this this week we've taken in 19 consignments. Really? Yeah. And so understand that there are certain times of the year that it's going to take a little longer for your car to show up online. Mm-hmm. So if you consign your car and three days later it's not up, um, understand that. It's probably, we put them in the order they come in. We do not skip order. So Mm -hmm. if a a million dollar car came in and you got a $10,000 car here, the $10,000 car goes in the order that it came in. And the million dollar car doesn't go to the head of the class because it's the only way we know how to do it, Mm -hmm. first of all. Otherwise we'll make ourselves crazy trying to figure out, you know, what's next and what did we miss and why didn't we hit that and that kind of thing. And so, and, and it's, and it's fair because we want it to be as it comes in, you're, you're in line, you're in the queue. As they say, but, uh, understand that there are times when it takes three weeks for you to get your car online and, and we don't want it that way. And, you know, we certainly aren't happy that it, that, that happens, but it's just one of those things that we get so overwhelmed with inventory mm-hmm. on certain periods of time. And then of course, once you get a
1: little overwhelmed, then you got to play catch up to get it. So because you don't skimp on the, the descriptions, you don't skimp on the pictures. No, every, we don't. Every car gets the same treatment. It takes time. Yeah. We don't say, oh, well, we're only
0: going to do two paragraphs on this car because Because, you know, we got so many cars coming in. We're only going to take five pictures. Right. right. We're not going to put it up on the lift. (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to put it up on the lift. And we're going to, we're going to give the same process to every single car, Mm -hmm. truck, van, SUV, motorcycle, whatever it is that that comes up and and that's just the way we do it and so if your car takes a little longer to get on i apologize but we you know we hope that you understand that it's for a good reason that we do this and uh because we want to accurately represent it and we have to do a little bit of research too mm-hmm. you know we we need to find out some history of the car if we don't know that uh we need to find out you know do the numbers match or, or are they you know is that a legitimate stamped engine or is there you know
1: and, and all there- the all the kind of background information on the brand right? yeah or the make yeah. And
0: model. yeah, the making really- model, the history, all of that. So, I mean, there's so much to it. So, bear with us sometimes, uh, and, you know, if, if, if you, uh, if you have a great car, Bring it in at any time. We're certainly uh, always accepting uh, new inventory, and we're always – I mean, we need inventory always. Mm-hmm. So uh, don't hesitate, and don't think that there's a bad year, time of year to sell because there's not. It's not right. – you can only sell convertibles in the spring and four-wheel drives in the fall. That's, that is out the window.
1: And speaking of – because we're talking about the website, that most of the sales do come from people seeing it online somewhere, whether it's our website or the 50-plus the websites we push it out to. Exactly. And uh, so there's no – There's no winter.
0: No, no. On the the Internet. We have an Internet or a winter-free Internet. (laughs) Anyway, when we return, we'll talk some more stuff about stuff, about some other stuff. (laughs) See you in a bit.
2: It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The classic auto mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics— Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes.
1: If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern at
2: americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Since the 1960s, JC Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than 6 decades. For more information or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com/awr. That's 888-268 4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor you're listening to america's web radio on the americas broadcast
0: network.com thank you for listening and we're back with the Classic Audemars Podcast, live from the Classic
1: mall Studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Uh-oh, that was almost sounded like you were singing again. <laughs> I tried to sing. I don't know. I, got to sing a, I got a singing thing. And uh, we're back. We're, You're like my former boss, Gianni Russo, who was in The Godfather. He had a restaurant in Vegas. And the only reason he opened a restaurant so he could have a stage... And sing, That's and he funny. did every night, he did a show. Own his own show. So he was in The Godfather, what? He was, he was the, uh, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, uh, you're gonna, yeah, the, come the on. Brother, the brother, Talia Shire's husband. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the uh, the, uh. Just totally blanking, he gets killed, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gianni Russo made a whole, but he was involved he uh, with the actual mob, yeah, he
0: like, he, he lived it. He wasn't an Italian guy though, was he? He looked, he looked, he looked yeah, more yeah. Caucasian-ish. No, he was,
1: know? uh, he was, yeah, he's Italian. Was G- he? Ethan, look that up. Gianni was. Is Rizzo? he the one who beat her up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. that's why he got killed. That's right.
0: right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yep. he beat up uh,
1: Talk. God, I can't believe I can't think of the name. <laughs> so he, where was he reminded us of it? His restaurant day. was in Vegas. Yeah, State yeah. Street. It was like a speakeasy almost. A speakeasy. There's a word you don't hear <laughs> often. Yeah. It was like
0: a speakeasy. You got 99% of our audience going, what? What, uh, what, uh, what the hell? What How old is it? How
1: old is the show? <laughs> yeah, speakeasy. Oh, farts. It was just dark, no windows, and celebrity hangout. You know, I'm more handsome in a dark bar. I just <laughs> so you know, I just so maybe just, that's why the restaurant was dark.
0: <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. And uh, did, did people know him? I mean, did oh yeah, I was easily recognized. Oh yeah, and all that.
1: Oh, he's a big yeah. He's a fairly big star. Yeah. He was Carlo. Carlo, oh, thank Carlo. you. Carlo, thank you. Carlo, thank
0: you. Yeah, I I I knew the uh, horse that was oh, ahead. Did you?
1: Because <laughs> <No, laughs> you, you're from Kentucky? Is it from Kentucky? I'm from Tennessee. Tennessee, right? Yeah, Kentucky, just, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee,
0: see? yeah. yeah. See, oh, I hate it when people do that. Don't you? <laughs> California, right. Vegas, whatever. Yeah, you know, same difference. So, but uh, anyway. Um our we were I was talking about our friend Harry Hurst last week. His mm-hmm. glory days of racing that that site is really or it's not a website it's a it's a Facebook page and uh, Harry's doing a thing this weekend at the Simeone on the GT40 and I'd uh, love to be there it's today actually <laughs> and I just there's too many too, thing, much, stuff too much stuff going on stuff going and then my buddy called me and goes are you doing the Porsche parade in Pocono this is coming up in like two weeks and I'm like
1: I know. Oh, I told that on oh, no, my yeah. way to the cruise night last night. I texted friend. Hey, I am on my way to Warrington cruise. Night. He goes, "Oh my God, there's so much going on." Yeah, can't P- get
0: Pottstown cruise night is yep. tonight. Uh, that's the first uh, Saturday of every month. We're one of the sponsors there, mm-hmm. and uh, they get amazing turnout. And the Red Horse Motoring Club there is really cool. Uh, if you've never been there, and I guess it, you, I don't, you can't just go. You have to be a member, you but can, or I make an appointment with a club, or make an appointment or mm-hmm. something. But I think you can. I think you can become a member, and I think it's reasonable, and it's it's like a speaker. Easy. It's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? It's got a cool vibe to it when you go yeah. into it. Have you been in? Uh, my club has been in. I missed yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's really got a really cool, dark brick walls and, you know, old wooden floors mm-hmm. and really a cool thing. And Chuck Harder runs it. Chuck's a great guy and a great friend of ours. And uh, and like I said, we're a sponsor of the Potsdam. I didn't say that, but we're a sponsor of the Potsdam Cruise-In as Jason. well, too. Yeah. And um, you know, we try to sponsor as many of these things that we can. You know, there's of course, we just bought a new truck because we're our rig can only go so many, you know, it can only be at one place at, uh, right. at a time. Nice. That's good to know. And so we've got this amazing 2000 excursion, the white one, with our white trailer that we pull our 28 foot aluminum trailer and then we just bought a 17 uh 3500 dually uh high country hmm. chevy monster <laughs> it's yeah. huge it's massive it's uh i drove it the other day and it was like wow this thing is like driving a tractor uh. trailer uh but uh so now we're looking for a 28 foot black aluminum trailer and the one we bought is an a t c which we love we've had it four and a half years mm-hmm. or four years, and it's an amazing trailer it it pulls nicely it just it does everything right it's it's held up remarkably well and they're now four years later they're fourteen thousand dollars more really no sixteen thousand dollars yep. more than they were four years ago. Wow, I was Oops. shocked, yeah, yeah, i just you know. Just couldn't believe how much they'd gone up. And it's not you know, even the 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 trailer guys are like sorry, you Mm -hmm. know. I mean they actually, you know, said we're sorry, this just we know that the prices Mm -hmm. have gone up and there's nothing we can do about it. Uh because the cost of materials, the cost of transportation, the cost of rubber, the cost of
1: Mm now you're looking at new new trailers new trailers yeah yeah.
0: yeah. and it needs to be aluminum and it needs to be Mm -hmm. 28 feet long Mm because when you do haul a car you you know guys i get my buddies they buy a 20-foot trailer and then you got a 16-foot car and you think well 16-foot car Mm 20-foot trailer except that leaves two feet on either end Mm -hmm. to strap it down to get the straps far enough down you know you it's not enough no it's not so if you're buying a trailer at least buy a 22-footer and really you should buy a 24-footer and with us a 28-footer 28 footer because we
1: can put our golf cart and a car in there if we want. i don't know how long an e-type is but there was an e-type in a <clears> in a 20 footer and it was still tight it was tight yeah, yeah. i mean most cars are 15 to 17
0: feet long mm-hmm. somewhere in that mm-hmm. range and so if you look at a, a, a standard what used to be a standard parking space was 20 by 10 then they started getting a little bit cutesy with that mm-hmm. it was nine by 18 <laughs> and nine by 18 versus 20 by 10 is a huge
1: difference it yeah. really is. Yeah.
0: And, and we always laugh about parking spaces and how, guys, I, I could drive through two poles at 100 miles an hour and have three inches to spare on either side and not even clip it. I can't park straight in a parking lot s- slot to save my life. Right. I'm and always crooked.
1: And and the bigger the vehicle for me, the harder it is. <laughs> yeah. So if I had a dually, I yeah. don't know how I'd oh, park okay. it.
0: Yeah, I'd park at the <laughs> far end of the parking <laughs> lot, you know. Yeah. Well, I've got that Denali four-door uh, yeah. crew cab pickup. Now, the, the dually we bought is a long bed. Mm-hmm. So on top of it being four doors and... And a dually, it's a long bed, <laughs> and going through the turnpike, those yeah. little turnstiles, yeah, there, especially yeah, yeah. if you have the narrow one, uh-huh. you're really paying attention. Yeah, because curb and tires and wheels is not an option for me because I've given my wife so much grief about that over the years that I cannot ever do it myself, right? Because That's I right. Would never hear the end of it. But, uh, but anyway, but I digress back to check out Harry Hurst's. Website or Facebook page, uh, Glory Days of Racing, yep. and uh, you know if uh, if you get a chance and you're hearing me telepathically, go see him today down at the Simeon Simeon Museum. Museum. Yeah, they've got a lot of cool things going on down there. They have um, they have demo days where they bring the cars out. Uh, twice a month and mm-hmm. they'll pick a couple of cars or a theme of a of a type of race car or an era of racing cars or era of cars and they'll bring them out and their collection if you haven't gone, go, go go, do not miss it. It's an amazing collection of, you know pre,
1: uh just historic race cars, one of ones things like
0: Alphas, that. Ferraris uh, Ford GT40s uh, Daytona Cobra, uh, Daytona, real Daytona Cobra, mm-hmm. you know, and real of, G, G, Ford GT. Yeah, I mean it's just really, and it's just an amazing place, yeah, and it it's it's low key in a lot of respects. But it's just it, it's amazing. I love that place. It's in and the
1: middle of an industrial area near the airport, Philadelphia yeah, airport. in Philadelphia Airport. So it's a yeah. little uh, un- like a sort of an unlikely location, but it works.
0: Yeah, it it works really well for a very industrial. Mm-hmm. Most of those race cars from the fifties and forties were industrial. Yeah, you know they were very they just were they were they were crude in some respects. Uh,
1: their whole goal was to go fast and safety be damned. Yeah, and he's <laughs> got aesthetics. a lot. Of, He's got a lot of space there to, to show, these, and he runs these cars. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, probably nothing like it in the country. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I don't disagree with that, and uh, and so if you get a chance, go to the Simeon Museum. You can also find them online as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading something interesting that that I don't not interesting. It's kind of unnerving that traffic fatalities have hit the highest level in 16 years recently. Really? Yeah, I mean, uh, interesting. Forty two thousand nine hundred fifteen people. It's including pedestrians and cyclists. And uh, in 2011, it was thirty two thousand. You know, we've gotten cars so much safer with anti-lock brakes and airbags and, and, uh, lane alert and lane assist. And by the way, those lane assist, and we've talked about this on the show before, when you have it and then you get in a car that doesn't have it. Yep. Brother, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I don't know if, uh, if the, if that statistic of the traffic fatalities, uh, includes motorcyclists. I guess it was, but. Mm-hmm. I bought a Harley. And you know what people want to tell you when you buy a Harley or any motorcycle? Be careful. No. Well, they want to tell you that, too. But they also want to tell you about the time that they had a near miss or they actually uh, crashed. Right. Right. So, you, you know. get You get all the story.
1: Oh, you got a motorcycle? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, one time my I was at a motorcycle. Yeah, right.
0: and He lost his both his legs and his eye and his <laughs> yeah, arm yeah. and his spleen. And the whole, I lost it all. You know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, please mm-hmm. stop telling these stories, especially right. in front of my wife. Right. I had to beg to get a motorcycle. I didn't mm-hmm. have to beg. I told her what I was doing. And by golly, I did it. <laughs> you believe that, right? <laughs> uh, no, I had to beg for a motorcycle and promise that I'd never ride it. So okay. I bought a motorcycle to never nice. ride. Nice. Put it in the living room. Yeah, I think
1: so. But
0: then it'll leak oil and then that'll oh. be a whole problem as well too. <laughs> okay. So but uh, but yeah, everybody wants to tell you that uh, uh their horror story is a motorcycle. So if you have a motorcycle, be careful. Just pay attention, be defensive. Think that everybody's going to do the exact opposite of what you want them to do. Right. And that's the way I taught my kids to drive yeah. and that's the way you should ride a motorcycle. So um, uh, be careful out there. <laughs> That's what everybody tells you. Also, so, so um, we've got uh, this weekend. We're heading to uh, Kathy and I. My wife are heading to Greenwich. See you there for the Concorde the Elegance. Yep.
1: Going uh, today or tomorrow? Um, we're actually heading out today.
0: All right. Yeah. And, uh, we'll, uh, I'm sure shopping will be involved. She says that car events always happen wherever we go on vacation. <laughs> I digress and say, no, it's shopping. We're always like shopping oh, by happens the way, with every you, car event. Every shopping car, happens. Yeah. Somehow that happens. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll end up doing some shopping today, I'm sure, because I'm certain I need a silk scarf or a, uh, S- something from some me- memento from, uh, yeah, from Connecticut or, uh, some flats or. <laughs> Yep. I don't know what I need. I don't need anything. I need nothing. You need to look at cars. I need to look at some cars. And that's a great place to look at cars. If you've never been to the Greenwich.
1: I haven't. Encore.
0: Mm-hmm. Then you'll really love it. And, uh, it's another, uh, entity now owned by Haggerty. So, right. uh, they're taking In fact, over the I world. I got d-
1: discount tickets were available. I don't know if they still the are. Driver's
0: the, the Drivers Club? The Drivers Club Haggerty. Yeah, exactly. So that was a smart thing. Yep. Play. And you didn't want to know what the c- cost for the tickets for tonight are. Oh, is there a special event, black tie event tonight? Well, it's not black tie, but it's, it's cocktail attire. Okay. Which, uh, so it was. A little pricey, but you know, right. there'll be some interesting guests there and we'll. Well, you got a network. You got a network. And that's the place where, you know, you're going to, you're going to meet people with cars. Yep. You got to go to car related events, honey. I'm sorry that we have to do all these things. I hope that, you know, we can take a regular, normal vacation. I could never go on a cruise.
1: Right. <laughs> too
0: disconnected. No cars. No cars. Too right. disconnected. Right. You know, too many things that, uh... and then of course coming up, uh, the Radnor Hunt Concours, uh, which we're a sponsor of again. We'll have eight cars in the uh, tent area area where you enter and uh we've it's september 9th through the 11th is the radnor hunt and that's a fantastic event love that trail. yeah that's really and as a matter of fact mike tilson the uh, guy who uh, started it uh and runs it or is the chairman of it uh we're going to have him on our show before too long i'm going to reach out to him again yep. i keep forgetting to do that and i'm you know getting guests is tricky because you got to get people scheduled just right and everybody's got all the earth's got to align with venus and all these things and and so we've got a bunch of people online and you know on the hook for uh coming to the show we just you know making it schedule and work and all that so mm-hmm. it uh we're learning as we go we're figuring this stuff out so. so
1: we have about 30 seconds did you want to uh hold off on the on that ray the ray everham collection or did you oh to yeah let's to it real real quick.
0: talk about that Diane. 30 seconds oh well i can get a lot done in 30 seconds <laughs> you know if i mean uh ray everham who was on our show had cars had uh 30 something cars at Meekum and uh one engine and Two of his cars were two of the, uh, in the top three, uh, of the sales of the, of the week, mm-hmm. or of the ten days. The Broner the 1965 Brauner Hawk Ford IndyCar brought 2.2 million. Mm-hmm. And his 1969 Eagle Westlake car. One million three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars
1: yeah it was fun to watch ha- having ha- had him on the show and mm-hmm. talking about the cars and then and then you see them actually go across the the line yeah so.
0: how about the seventy one uh Corvette z r two convertible nine hundred and eighty two thousand dollars that thing went hmm. for man I mean a zr r two you just don't even see so right uh, but anyway uh plenty more to talk about next week and uh, hopefully we'll have a special guest and it'll be a surprise and you'll all be Pleasantly surprised, we hope. But in the meantime, check us out, classicautomall.com Uh podcast at classicautomall. if you have a question on the show, and we'll catch you next week. Take care.
1: We appreciate you listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at ClassicAutoMall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at ClassicAutoMall.com. The Classic Automall podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media, theme song by the Pat Travers Band.